You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 78. Episode 78. So... We've got a, quite a few uh, interesting things to talk about. One, it's going to be at the end of the podcast, but I went to one of those free games, like, but it's at one of the more popular bars in Houston, at Stampede Houston, and I just wanted to see what it was like. So I was, it was kind of a cool experience, because I used to play a lot of them, but I've never played at one that's kind of like a... Such a, like a upbeat club yeah exactly because usually it's like in the middle of the week and it's kind of like it just you know kind of not run down bars but just you know not like it's as nice as that is so i thought that was an interesting experience but the first one is with us playing at a one two to game together and i think the games that we are playing kind of against each other at the same table always make for a good podcast material 100 percent um, I guess the first big hand that we played oddly was against each other, but I had King eight of diamonds in the, on the button. Okay. And I remember this, I have ace King. Yes. And I'm pretty sure I was straddling this hand. So, okay. So mine, so you are directly on my right for all the hands on this podcast. We might as well go ahead and so everybody can get the position. Uh, so if you're on the button, I would have had first action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. I raise it up with Ace King. Yes, and I think a few people call you right. Yeah, I feel, well, at this game, it's pretty loose. Like I, almost nothing goes like heads up or three ways usually. So I think yeah, there's quite a few people who call me. Gets to me, I complete. I was like, well, this is probably fine. Right. I mean, King, a suited King. I mean, I. I I like this. If you're going to straddle, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the straddle, but if you're going to straddle, I feel like this is a good a good hand to defend with. Um, flop comes great for me. Eight of clubs and then diamond, diamond, or king of diamonds. No, sorry. You have king eight of diamonds, right? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I know it was a great flop for me. <laughs> um, so I guess it was, because it had to be king of... Um, King of clubs and then two diamonds. Yes, that's correct. Uh, on this, this is a bet. This is a something I'm going to size up quite a bit. Uh, one is I'm going to get. You have ace king. I have ace king. Uh, I'm going to get all the lesser kings to call. I'm going to get most pocket pairs under over an eight to call. Some eights will call and some flush draws. So I'm looking to size up here. I bet. About two thirds pot, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then you get called. And I get it called mm-hmm. by one by one caller before it comes around to you. Comes back to me. I go all in. Or did I just race to a hundred? I think I raised to a hundred. Right, you raised to a hundred, but was your all in? Yeah. I well, definitely remember you were all in. I remember it was about a hundred. Well, well, no, because wait. Yeah, no, I had more. You, you folded, and then he only had 100. That's what it was. But I added on after that, and that's why it looked like I had so much money. That's what it is, yeah. it's a. Uh, so once you make this move, 
I don't think you have a ton of bluffs with what the pot is and all that here. I have Ace King, which is about the strongest I could uh, that I'm going to be here outside of Pocket Kings. I think it over, and I make a very, very nitty fold here with Ace King. I don't mind it as much with the player behind you. I wasn't worried about him though, because most like all his strong hands are raising. I believe. I mean, like, we thought so until we heard his hand. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm also thinking he's raising preflop, which gets me out of there. Uh. So, uh, so okay. So I fold. I make a very nitty, uh, kind of a. I hate folding this. This just seems very weak to me. Uh, and he calls, and he shows over Ace King, and obviously you show over the King. And King Eight of Diamond with the parent of flush draw. Right. Uh, and I mean at this point, and then it runs out. Brick, brick. Yeah, and then and, I, and I'm kicking myself over this fold. Later, as I was analyzing it, I was like, I don't really mind it because. All your made hands, you're never doing this with king, queen, or worse. Definitely not. So, all your made hands have me crushed. The only hands that would... Is, like, literally that hand. Yeah, is literally that hand, or maybe some... I don't remember, some type of combo diamond draw, maybe. Uh, so, really, when I call and I'm right, I'm really at around 50-50. When I call and I'm wrong, I'm basically just drawing damn near dead. So, like, as I... as it. I kind of analyzed it further throughout the night. I was I was like, well, that was not that bad of a fold. But in the moment, I was like, I was kind of tilted because it was I just felt like it was such a weak, crappy fold. But looking back and looking at what I think your range is, I feel like it kind of was a justifiable fold. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um so then I add on um and then I get ace king the next, or maybe like a few hands later, I make it fifteen. Everyone folds. The very next hand, I get ace king again. I think I raise and you three bet me, and then someone flatted behind, right? Yes, you you raise, I three bet, I have pocket queens, and then get flatted behind. And then I go all in for. How much do you think it was? Kind of a lot, right? Like 200 it was bucks? quite a bit, yeah. For the game, yeah. It was like maybe 250 probably? No, it wasn't that much. No? Okay, well. It 200? Was maybe 150 to 200. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, go all in, then the action's back on you. Uh, it comes to me. I'm still a little tilted over making what I thought was, at the time, like later I was okay with it, but at the time I thought it was way too tight of a fold. Uh, Queen's here. I know how you. I know with Ace King, you're doing this all day, every day. Uh, and if you have aces or kings, good for you. You're getting my money. I make a call. I, I think about it for like five seconds, and then I make what's pretty much a snap call, a uh, easy call here. The other player folds, and we run it, and queens hold. No help. You flop for a set. Cat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did flop a set. So that was good for me, sad for Tyler. <laughs> yeah. So then I get um, aces a few more times. They get cracked every time. Um, I get kings twice, gets cracked both times. Uh, I got jacks once, um, got cracked again. Um, and then my final hand. Oh, go ahead. I mean, you ran about as 
crappy that night as anybody I've ever seen. Because you got such great preflop hands the entire night. And, like, I mean, just could not, like, literally the worst possible scenario in every single one of them. Which is weird, because most of them just ended up being all in. But, you know, that ceases to matter. Um, So here was probably, this was a super interesting hand, I thought. Um, I have nine, 10 of spades, I believe, or nine, 10 of hearts. Sorry. Nine, 10 of hearts. Um, the flop, I, I raised pre-flop hold everyone, everyone there calls flop comes six queen, six queen, um, or sorry, six, yeah, no, it was six queen and then like another low card with two hearts. So I had a gutter. How did I have a gutter? I had a gutter. Definitely was the queen. Queen to the, so the jack was a gutter, so it would have had to come. Six queen eight? Yeah, six queen eight. Okay. So I just see bet I get called. No, sorry. Um. No, yeah, no, I bet I get called. Heads up now. I okay. turn double gutted. Okay. So I was like, well, you know, this is perfect. I make, I bet 50. He makes, he min raised me to a hundred. I go, I go all in. No, I didn't min raise it to a hundred. He donked. That's what it was. And I went all in. He donked 25. And then I went all in thinking that he, I would have fold equity. He snap calls. Um, he had king, queen five offsuit and um, actually rivered two pair, but was good the whole time. I had my flush draw and double gutted. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, you were good the whole time? or wait? No, no, he was good the whole yeah, time. Yeah, okay. I said he rivered two pair, but he was good with the queen the uh, whole time. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, I mean, this is one of those that, it, I think it's hard to say because I like I keep making these moves as well when I turn equity and bet and betting and I'm sure there are times where they are getting through and I just don't they're harder to remember than the times they're getting called but good God it seems like everybody's just stacking off so light well yeah that that was pretty light um, but yeah because once he donked I went all in I thought for sure he'd be folding whenever he bet smaller than I bet on the flop but he called and um. But one, whenever after the session, I was like, you know, kind of running some numbers on the poker calculator. I guess I just didn't realize once you lose that other card, how much your odds drop, your equity drops to the river with only one card to come. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, oh, once he calls, you're in a horrible spot because let's say you have eight outs and with, I mean, you're only at 16%. Well, eight outs would be... My double gut off a flush draw to go with it. Oh, you had the flush draw to go with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, so, I'm not shipping wait, it. So you have the nine outs with the three. So you have 15 outs. So you're about 30%. Yes. I just felt like I had more equity than that. But tell you what, that math does not lie. Yeah, no, I had the flush draw with double gutted and he donks and I just ship it all in thinking he's going to fold. And, um, and if not, you know, double gutted with the flush draw. I mean, I don't mind this. I mean, because you are getting a lot of worse hands. You are getting a lot of better hands to fold because you're... 
I like this because you're at 10 high. So, I mean, you're getting a lot of things that are just random pairs that aren't a queen. I don't know how many of those are just donking in on the turn, though. Uh, I mean, either way, it's... I mean, someone could fold queen five here or something sometimes, right? I don't know. I think it's very possible to fold queen five offsuit. I mean, for us, but it seems like everybody else is just... It seems like at this game, top pair is gonna like gonna stack off as a nuts, right? Hundred percent. So I don't know. I mean, but let's say you had a ton of equity and pushed. I mean, hopefully some. I mean, hopefully sometimes you take it down, and when they call, hopefully that thirty percent comes into play. Hopefully, did not this time. <laughs> well, so that's when I got the big boot and was out. Yeah, and once you left, people were like, "God damn, he ran so bad." It's a uh. uh so my big hands were that queen's hand versus your ace king, and then I was trying to get away. Well, like, I mean, we're I just go hang out or whatever, and but it's kind of what it normally is at this table. I don't want to break the game because it does get shorthanded at times. Uh, and then there's this one guy who's he's not really being that annoying, but sometimes somebody gets on my nerves just for random stuff yeah because you're you because yeah. i'm me uh and he's like we're talking about like just the random distribution of cards and how someone came and took your seat and we're like that seat's been bad or whatever and he, he's like so he comes and jumps in and he's like no y'all like once you shuffle and all that and you once you fold a card it changes everything like Yes, we know dipshit <laughs> yeah i mean like i just when people try to say just try to be smarter than the room when they're dumb it really rubs me the wrong way and after that i don't know why i wanted to like get this guy usually this comes in to like just kill me when this i happens. was about to say normally these are the words i hear before you're out for zip 100 <laughs> percent. i mean what i mean it could not be more true uh so i end up having i have queen nine suited rays me and him get into a heads up pot I flop just gold when I flop uh, queen nine of clubs. I flop a nine with two clubs. So I see bet he calls. I don't think I played this hand well at all, actually, just for uh, clarif clarification. Uh, turn a nine. I turn trips. I check it. Yeah, I know. It's just... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things you're always trying to be tr you outthink yourself, uh, and he checks behind. I mean, I was like, well, I'm not scared of almost any card in the deck here. Uh, let me see what happens. I So, it check, check. The river gives me a flush. He now donks 40 into me, and I kind of act like I don't believe him and raise to 100. That's a small raise, it seems. Yeah, I wanted to get value. I mean, like, it, it's a small raise, but in this game, there's not a ton of gigantic raises here. It seemed like I was making a ton of gigantic raises. And you were getting called, so yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, so you should be shipping it there, I would say, 100% of the time, because he called me with Queen-5 uh, for an all-in. Oh, you know what? It was a club that paired the board. Ooh, that changes literally everything. Well, I compared the board. I have the nine. Oh, so it was under the nine. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I was a little nervous that once I, if I'd like bet like 300, because he was, 
we, me and him were the two deepest stacks there. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous if I, like, let's say I go to, like, 300 and just go all in here. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, this changes literally everything. So, now I agree with the bet. Yeah. Uh, but I still think I'm too strong not to raise here. The, yeah. Because I, I got all the lesser flushes now and stuff like that. So I mean, well, you, t- you have a boat. You have nines full, right? No, I don't have a boat. I have a, I had trips and then river to flush. Oh, I thought you said the other card paired the board. If you had trips and it paired the board, that'd be a boat. But the not, wait. That's what I was saying. It literally changes everything. If you had trips and the board paired, that gives you a boat. What was I thinking? No, okay, it must not have paired the board. That's what I was thinking. We got yeah. over this hand. I was like, no, one hundred percent. I mean, with the nuts, yeah, I go ahead and raise. Uh, well, I guess I was thinking like it was a uh, a boat out there. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, like a hundred percent. Like, you can't be scared of monsters under the bed. But I did want to get value from lesser flushes while like not just getting stacked for my entire five, like five or six hundred by you know a slow played set. Here's a question. Um, so now that you don't have a boat, you have Queen I flush. So you raise to a hundred, and what if he shipped it all in? Then what? I mean, I'm so sad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think I have to call actually, which makes me wonder why you wouldn't ship there uh, if you're going to call because it. I still want to get value from lesser stuff. Like if I ship there 400, I mean, like I think he's folding a lot of. I mean, every, everything that's lesser than a flush, I think he folds. You guys had 400 effective. Okay, we were pretty deep at that point. 481. Okay, so I probably make it like. I probably raise like two hundred, not one hundred. That's probably a fair point. I mean, I definitely like after I played the hand, I definitely thought the raise was definitely too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you now the question is like, how big can I make it and getting value there? And I mean, it's not like he like snap called or anything. It was a pretty long tank, so I think at max he did have just a pair of queens. I mean, he snap called with his queen five off, so he probably had even worse. No, this is a different guy, I think, wasn't it? This is a guy that moved. Uh, this wasn't the same guy that snapped, uh, that you were on the queen five hand. He moved to my right, or he moved to our right. Oh, is it the same? I guess it is the same guy. Yeah, definitely the same guy. No, uh, well, yeah, probably, uh, probably should be raising bigger then. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> like I say, did not like how I played that hand at all. I mean, I did not like the check on the turn. Did not, I mean, I like afterwards, I didn't love the raise on the river. I like, I don't think I can get too much more value, but I definitely think it should have been 125, 130, or something like that. I agree, but I mean, at the end of the day, kind of nitpicking, right? I mean, 100 to 130. I mean, oh, I had a winning session at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I mean, literally, every time I have a winning session now, I just cr- like cry from happiness leaving out the door. Yeah, I was about to say, so. it feels like we're just kind of rambling on about this $30 difference. So, yeah, I mean, it's a. At least you raised. Yeah. Thank God. There we go. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I didn't check. Just hope. I'd be like, well, obviously he has a boat. Yeah. Say, I'd like to see a check full there a lot of the time from you. <laughs> Uh, I end up making a profit of about of three twenty at that game, which definitely was much needed. Like I say, I've been just getting murdered. So the three hundred and twenty, I mean, although not one of my bigger wins, definitely helps. I mean, it's bigger whenever it's really needed. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, so then you ended up playing this week because after getting aces, 
three times. Well, I won one time, but aces cracked twice, kings cracked twice, and queen. I mean, whatever. The list goes on. Um, completely took the wind out of my sails this weekend. Um, so you were really the one playing this week. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I worked Tuesday doing my regular job, and I'm kind of in the middle of Houston. I didn't really want to be in the. Uh, and stuck in traffic. So once I got off about 4.30, I went to a place we have neither of us have played in a long time at Empire over on Westheimer. I know you used to love that place. I didn't, I haven't played there that much. I just, every time I went there, I had a really good time. So I, I don't know. It's not the, it's not one of the nicer places in Houston, but I just always found it to be like a, every time I went there, I just had a good time. And that's all I'm looking for, for the most part is, well, I like to win, too. But to have a good time, they usually come run hand-in-hand. Hand. <laughs> uh, I did not realize it was round of each. Uh, I get there, and I'm not really going for a long session, more just to get out of traffic for a little while. Uh, I end up kind of just floating around even for a long time. And then I'm pretty card dead on one of the Omaha hands. I have four, five of clubs, eight, ten off. Uh, the flop is ace, three, six, with three, six being clubs. Is this a PLO hand you would normally play or not really? Did not To me, it does not sound like a hand I would normally play. Probably not, no. I mean, I was kind of card dead. This is on the cusp if it's kind of a limp pot. Uh, but... They're somewhat connected. It's it's a pretty trash uh, PLO hand. It's not the worst, but definitely not something I'm looking to play or get involved with. But I I don't want to sit there and just fold every time. I mean, I was I was very card dead, and I was looking just not to be the nittiest player. Like at the oh no, hundred percent. I mean, I I completely understand that. I'm just saying, I was just curious as a you know someone still fresh in PLO if that's a does not sound like a hand I would try to play. Uh, no, you'd be more like four, five, like seven, eight would be good or six, seven. I mean, like it's kind of around there, but yeah, it's probably not really in the custom playable. Uh, but it is once I, the flop is ace three, six with three, six being clubs flopping me the open-ended straight flush draw. Oh yeah. I mean, now all of a sudden now I'm way happy with my decision. Yeah. Uh, player bets 25, one call. I think this is where a lot of people would go wrong here and raise, but really it's open in a straight flush draw, but what you're really drawing to is a crappy flush most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, the, or, or, you know, a straight that's most of the time going to make a crappy flush. I just call. I feel like that's the best way to go about this hand. A hundred percent agree with this. Uh, the turn is the seven giving me the absolute nuts. Uh, it checks to me. It goes check, check. I pot it for 105. Uh, the next player kind of tanks for a while, ends up calling. The other player folds. The river is not one I love. It's the jack of clubs. <laughs> Damn. Taking me from like the nuts to like 50 of the nuts with a <laughs> shitty flush. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say way down there. Uh, but I turn it over, say I have a flush, and sure enough, I win. That pretty much was the only hand of the session that was of any note. Uh, I play like 30 to 45 minutes more, wait for traffic to die down, and I cash out for a profit of 105. Beautiful. Take that every time. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like I say, all the, like, 
being on this downswing, I'm really looking to have just any profits here. So $105, I definitely take it, especially in a session that was card dead most of it. So we we'll, uh, did that. And then I play tonight at a, pl at a place I haven't played at in a while either is Paramount, one of my favorite places. Uh, super, like it was Wednesday. The only thing I don't like about Paramount is... Actually, two things. Uh, <laughs> Actually, let me just list some stuff. Yeah. No. It's a, uh, whatchamacallit, the, it takes cash games so long in the night to get, like, they really don't start the cash games until, like, 9 o'clock. Especially on Wednesday with that big free roll. Yeah. So, I was kind of, I wasn't that annoyed because I knew it did take a while, but I went there to watch the Astros game, and I was having a good time, but I was... Definitely if the cash games started a little bit earlier, it sure would be nice. Did you play the free roll? No, I did not. Uh, I went in there early enough to do it, and they're like, do you want to do it? I've just found that when I do these tournaments, I just don't play cash after, and the cash needs to be the priority. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, yeah. Last thing we need to do is dump five, five and a half hours in a free roll to bubble and then just go home. Well, I've noticed I'll always be like, well, I'll do the tournament first and I'll do cash after. But, I mean, I just never do. Like, the, these these uh, tournaments take so long to play. Uh, we're playing shorthanded at the very beginning. Uh, the bomb pot, I have ace, nine, eight, six. I Suited to the ace? Uh, I think it... Or is it not irrelevant? I think it becomes irrelevant in this okay. hand. Uh, the flop is ace nine five, giving me top two pair on one board, and eight eight jack, giving me trips with the best with top kicker on the other board. I see, very irrelevant. <laughs> 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 so to answer my question, yes. <laughs> Player pet bets twenty. There's one call. I pot it for one fifteen. Player, uh, I pot it for one fifteen. A player calls for less, and I scoop. So it was a uh, it was a nice little start to the session. Did he just have a lesser aid? Is that what one hundred percent? Yeah, that's, what, that's it was. what I was thinking. I mean, I knew like I was pretty far ahead when he like it, it comes to him. He kind of hems and hauls, and he's like, "Do you have Jack Eight? Because I was like, "Well, I beat everything outside of Jack Eight, so I mean, it means he's on a lesser eight. Uh Then this is a pretty good session. This is my major screw up. It wouldn't be a poker session without it. Yeah. So I know everybody loves Omaha hands, but this is where stuff happens. Uh, I have Ace Queen Ten Seven, and the player makes uh, any suits or. Uh, I don't think this Ace is suited. I think uh, I think the Queen Ten might be suited here. I mean, I would still be playing this even if it was unsuited, right? I mean, well, I would. Three Broadway cards are usually pretty good, That's right. and they're they're all fairly connected. This is a thing, definitely a. Call a callable hand here. Uh, player makes it 15. Everybody calls. The flop comes queen, seven, eight. So top and bottom pair. Exactly. The preflop razor pots it for 90. It folds all the way to me. So here's my theory here. It's on queen, seven, eight. I'm blocking pocket queens. I have two pair. The, uh, it seems like aces and kings. I see them get overplayed a lot in PLO. What do you do here? 
I mean, I don't know if it matters what I do. Whatever I do is probably not the right move. <laughs> well, I mean, I would think. I mean, how how deep are you? Uh, maybe three. Probably uh, no. I had I had money left over. I was probably about three fifty to four. I wonder if this is just a fold sometimes. Mm. I mean, unless you're going to stack off here. Because I kind of think, I mean, I think you're probably going to be repotting. Are you repotting it here? Or are you just flat? Well, I guess in the moment, depending on the player, I'm either folding or calling. I mean, I think all would have merit. Uh, Because here's the thing, is if when you call this and you're committed... That's kind of my thought. And do you really want to commit with top and bottom two pair in a PLO hand? So. I mean, I don't know what is, happens, but I'm just kind of at that stack size. When he pots it, I've, I mean, how many people are behind you? There's only one. And he looks not interested in the hand. And I don't think he even has this covered. So I'm not sure it comes into play much. Well, no, no, no. But if there was like four people behind you, then I think it's an easy fold. Oh, yeah, I do agree there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I do, but I guess I make the call. I think that's what I do a bigger percentage. I think it's probably like 60% of the time. I probably just call 40% of the time I fold. That's probably how I would describe it. Yeah. Uh, the turn is a four. He goes all in and now five, six is there. This turn should get me off this hand right here. If the, if the flop bet doesn't, this turn should, because I, I don't know how often he has five six with this preflop raise, and then just decides to raise with you know a, a random straight draw. But what am I really beating at this point? Not much, not much at all. Uh, but I'm like, well, if I thought he had, might have aces or kings, I mean this this turn four does nothing for that. I end up making the call, and he has pocket queens. I literally am drawing dead. Hmm. Which I, we ran it twice, and I vote, <laughs> and I'm still dead. <laughs> wait, why did you run it twice? Well, he's like, "Do you want to run it twice?" And I was like, "Sure," because I just always. And then I'm like, "He's like, are you even drawing to outs?" And I was like, "Uh, that is not what you want to hear out of the other guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, so I'm like, well, like just. And then the dealer looks confused. I'm like, just run it twice in case. Like, I was like scared that I was gonna be like, no, I have no outs, and see, hit, see like a random straight on the river. I felt like that would be kind of shady, so I was like, just run it twice. Didn't you do that last week? I'm sure I did. Man. <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt. It, it sounds like something just completely in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so remember, you were like, I have two pair. No, wait, I have a set. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh God, that was that's, that's like that. What's that was called? the dirtiest slow roll I've ever done, completely by accident. But it was definitely the dirtiest slow roll I've ever done. Yeah, you were like call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> I, have a, I have a dirtier slow roll for you. Uh, I had one hand where I thought I was on. I was on a straight draw on a flush draw, and uh, the I missed my straight. Oh, no, 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 no. I had a one. It was a four-liner to a flush, and I only had one of them. And I was like, oh, you're good. I only have four high. And I went to muck, and I put the cards in front of me to muck, and they turned over their hand, and they were pushing the pot. And I go, hey, wait, I have a spade, and turned it over. (laughs) Oh, God. I was like, wait, there's four spades out there. I have a spade. Boom. 
God, so that had to be an actually no limit, too. Yeah. God damn. I mean, like, at least I'm doing this in Omaha where everybody misreads their <laughs> hand. I mean, no limit. <laughs> like, oh, man. But, uh, well, at least that's me and Tyler. Fucking dirty slow rollers. <laughs> uh, so, I that this brings me down to, like, 50 bucks. So, I'm getting just, I'm, like, now, like, I went from way up to, like, Losing most of my stack on a hand that I know I misplayed. Not a happy camper. <laughs> yeah, I called you and I was like, yikes, and hung up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I add on for $100 here. I mean, it's a... Uh, uh, get into a bomb pot. This one... This might be the worst hand I've ever played that just happened to get lucky. I don't know. I mean, it can't be any more lucky than you randomly hitting a straight flush that one time and peel it when not realizing it until the last second. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, bomb pot. Uh, I flopped two pair on both boards. I have ace. I have ace deuce on one board, and I have ace eight on the other. I pot it. I'm like, well, if I can get this on these, if I can get more heads up, this is very strong. But in a multi way pot, it's not that strong. But the problem is, is the pot on the flop is only thirty five dollars. It's yep. called a lot of ways. Oh God. Uh the both boards straighten out, giving like st- possible straights. Uh ends up going all in. There's a guy who goes all in. Uh another one, it folds, folds, another call. But the all-ins aren't gigantic, gigantic. One is for, like, the top one is for $107. So into this pot that's fairly sizable now. I mean, it starts off like 35. I mean, it was 35 multiple ways on the flop. So it's 107 into probably about a 200, a little over $200 pot. You know, like in these PLO hands, these PLO bomb pots, when it goes three ways all in, and one guy doesn't chop one of the pots, doesn't get quartered, I always wonder what he could possibly have. Now I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when both people have like a the nutted hand, and then one person just has nothing. Yeah. I guess you're going to be that guy, huh? Yeah, I'm going to be that guy. I was about to say, this is sounding like you're about to be that guy. I call, So, like it comes to me, like one is for 107, the other one's for less. I'm like, well, I'm probably good on at least one of the boards with that one guy and all there. I'm like, I go ahead and call, and I chop all of it. Uh, One guy flips over all the cards that would make all the straights with it there, but he actually has one straight and one... Lesser two pair? uh, One lesser two pair. The other guy had literally nothing. He rivered a set but was on the straight board. That the guy had, and I was my ace, my ace deuce held up for the half the pot. I mean, how are you even on a downswing? I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm making I'm making soul reads <laughs> at, uh, at double board palm pots. I mean, uh, all in with nothing. <laughs> I mean, Clint calls with the worst hand he could possibly have, and then still win. Oh, it was <laughs> it was so bad, man. It was just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, not. I did not realize that this is what had to happen for you to have a winning session, but happy you at least won. Uh, yeah, I have to have <laughs> people just be in there with literally nothing to to win these games. Uh, so that was actually a pretty gigantic pot. Don't know how I ended up with it. 
uh, one of those that, I don't know, I pray. Prayer for answer. <laughs> I mean, I'll put it this way. You're definitely buying the lottery tickets this week. <laughs> uh, so it's... There's a twelve dollar bet. We're playing. We are playing one two. I have six seven of hearts. I call. It goes eight ways to a flop. This sounds right. This sounds right. <laughs> flop is four five six rainbow. And you have six seven. I have six seven. Uh, I'm in early position. I bet seventy five into this pot. Ooh, let me see what you say because I, I think this is a good bet. I'm wondering what you're <laughs> what you're sneering at. <laughs> okay, so recap this again for me. So, were you the pre-flop raiser? No, I was not. Okay, so you're donking seventy five here. Correct. Hmm. <laughs> 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 that seems bold, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Let's go over this one more time for me nice and slow, because I was not thinking it was going to take this turn. Okay. So, it's $12 to go. Okay, okay. It goes eight ways to the flop, or as multi-way as possible. I might have misspoke. It might have been nine ways. I don't remember. It was a giant, every, almost everybody at the table's there. It flops, I have six, seven of hearts. It flops four, five, six, rainbow. And I donk gigantically $75 into the pot. So it's pretty sick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I love betting gigantic when you can get just snapped off by the nuts or way better hands with all those people behind you. Cause were you early position? Yes. Very early. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I give you my theory on this? I mean, so I, uh, so I flopped <laughs> top pair. I'm on that. Okay. I got that. So I'm beating a lot of call. I'm beating a lot of hands that have a ton of equity, where like king queen, king jack, ace jack, ace ten, like literally the entire deal. So I can get all of those hands to fold. Anything that calls, I'm at least fifty fifty. I mean seven eight probably beg to differ, but I mean I don't know if yeah I get <laughs> well. Yeah, that's that would be a problem. But <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about one hand in the deck. <laughs> so, okay. Keep so going. this is my theory. Like I say, I I want to get all these hands with tons of equity out, and I'm not really scared of anything. I'm like against like you know, so player goes all in for one fifty over my seventy five dollar bet. This sounds perfect. <laughs> but I mean, I snapped this off. Instantly. Well, now that you bet seventy five, yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, because, like, I'm not really, I'm not scared of anything, really, here. Uh, he has pocket queens. Uh, we run it once. I turn an eight, and I'm good. So, but which is my thought. Like, I was, like, I can get all these hands to fold that have a ton of equity. And anything that calls me, I'm most likely at least 50-50. I mean, pocket queens, I might be ahead here. It'd be close. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, any 8, any 3, any 6, any 7 is good there. Is has me good there, which I think is probably going to put me either at 50-50 or either above 50-50 or very close to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, cool. I'm happy it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> you don't seem sold on this play. I actually really like this play. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, <laughs> are you going to give me any reason that you are acting like I'm a complete retard right now? I mean, are you going to give me any analysis that just like, I mean, staring at me like I might be a the biggest dipshit on earth? I mean, I mean, I think it's sick you won. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, that part is sweet. Um, I hate that when there's so many people behind you. You know, I don't. I mean, I guess I get the theory, but it's dicey, you know? Um, I mean, how deep are you here? I mean, I don't even know if that matters. I don't know. I just, I think I like checking in. I don't even know how I play this hand. So, so if it checks and somebody, if it checks and it's like, bet, bet, I mean, are you just calling at that point? It seems like, like. So multi-way, I'm playing this so passively. I am. I mean, I just don't play eight-way pots this aggressively most, and without literally the nuts. I mean, I'm just, I'm checking this. I'm check calling until, I mean, I just never play a hand this multi-way so aggressive. I mean, just literally never. I mean, it's just how you get torched over and over and over again. That's why I hate it. Oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just think this is, I think this is easily the best way to play this hand. If everything misses, you're taking down a hundred dollar pot uncontested if somebody happens to have even a set here well i mean a set would be yeah i mean you would even a set you're running about 32 percent mm-hmm. uh and over pairs like 50 percent i i don't know i really i just really like the donk i really i really like the donk lead on this exact hand but yeah not how i would have played it but i mean it worked so it had to be good I mean, that I mean, turn really helped. Yeah. I mean, I like it because of that turn. I mean, I will say that. Uh, so, on, I have King Nine of Spades. Bet 15, I get called seven ways. I flop a flush. Uh, player bets 20 in early position. I only call. Okay. I'm not. Oh, do you like this? I thought you would hate this. No, 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 no. Not with such a nutted uh, flush. Okay, that was kind of what I was thinking. No, I, I like this a lot. I mean, well, did anyone call behind? I mean, if someone call, if it goes he bets call, then I probably raise. But if it's heads up, I like a slow play here a lot because, I mean, you can't. I mean, if you get coolered with the ace high flush, that is what it is. But I feel like you probably have a pretty strong hold on this hand right now. Okay, well, then, like, because I call hoping that a player calls behind me. Yeah, I, I don't mind this at all. Okay, I thought you would hate this. Uh, I make the call, and then a player behind does call. So, adding. And I'm like, I'm looking for a turn that I can, is very safe, that I can, and I get it. It's a, I still maintain second nuts. I mean, I like this even more because the guy is in early position betting, so you can now determine the turn what happens. Yeah. Uh, the turn is a blank. It checks to me. Both players check. Uh, I bet 75. I thought the guy's behind you, but... Because didn't you call and he called behind, so they both couldn't check. He must have check called. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I definitely know they both checked to me on this. Okay. So he must have check called. Uh... I like the 75. I mean... Yeah, the 75 and one player calls. The one who called behind, and then the other player folds. River pairs the board. Hey, man. It seems like every time you're trying to fade a board pair. I mean. 
But at this point, he checks to me, and I'm like, there's too much value. I was about to say, you have to bet for value here. And he was not, he did not have, he probably had like a half pot size bet left. So I just go all in. Yeah, I like all this. That seems. Uh, He folds, but I was glad to, I'm glad that I'm getting some value, going for a little, this is not thin value, but I mean, definitely get, not getting scared of these rivers. (laughs) Uh, So that was the last big hand. I was up quite a bit. I did whittle down a little bit, but I pro- uh, cashed out with a profit of 305. It was great. Yeah, I like that last hand way more than the. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that six, seven hand and come back to you. Yeah, uh, I was a big fan of how, how I played that, but I mean, yeah, I just I like playing aggressively on that when I have such a strong hand with strong equity and. I mean, if everybody if everybody misses, and I don't bet that, and like a queen comes, seems like a disaster. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Most of the time, I just lose multi-way pots. I just don't really even put forth much of an effort to win them unless I flop the nuts or, I mean, so. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think on that. I, I'll, I kind of like that one, but it's a... Uh, but I mean, like a check, like when you flop that strong of a hand, there's really not a horrible way to play it for the most part. Oh yeah, I mean that's one kind of thing. There's merit to literally everything other than folding. So yeah, as long as you don't fold there, you're pretty much. I mean, I love it if it was three ways. That's how I'd play it if I was three ways, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, you definitely have more fold equity. Yeah, so it's a. Uh, so I, 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 I'm still more. Well, I guess never mind. It's fine. Continue. Uh. So we're going to, so uh, like Friday, so I mean, I'll play poker for, there's obviously a lot of reasons to play poker. We, uh, I mean, there's players like us who play for profit. You can play for fun as a social, just to be competitive while kind of like the tournaments. I mean, I don't even know why I'm playing anymore. I'm not having fun or winning, so. Well, we're looking for your reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like to waste time. But there is the part of me that, one, is I like playing. There's a couple different reasons. I like playing at new settings, meet new people. Like, I mean, me and Tyler have always been different. You could go to the same place over and over again, and it doesn't really bother you. I like to go to, like, different places, see different card rooms, meet new people. Uh, and therefore, like, I, the stamp, like, I you started out at these uh, free bar uh playing at these free bar at these kind of free bar poker. The I end up going to Stampede Houston last Friday cuz I'd heard about it and I was like I just want something a little bit different, a little different atmosphere than I'm used to. So I go, they say they have an 8 o'clock game, an 11 o'clock game. It's a big country western bar. I like country uh, western music. Are you saying when you say game, you mean tournament or game? A tournament. Okay. So yeah, it's a uh, it's it's just one of those free roll bar tournaments. Uh, go there, and I tell you what, this place is just off the charts as far as nice. It's, I mean, it's one of the like the more popular places in Houston for country and western. They have a gigantic dance floor. I mean, they've got all these places where you set up to pay uh, take pictures. Ton like a lot of pool tables, just pretty much everything. They have a mechanical bull that I saw people riding on. Did you ride? Uh, I did not ride. Nobody, everybody's seen Urban Cowboy. Nobody wants to watch me ride a bull. <laughs> it's, uh, so we go... Uh, I think you think of one person who would like to watch you fall off of a bull. I know you'd love it. Yeah, I mean, you'd love to see me get hurt. Uh, 
So the only complaint I did have about this game was it says at 8 and 11, and it was only one game, and it started, like, way after 8. It was, like, 9... This is, like, almost 9.30. So I did not care for that. But otherwise, it was just a really fun game. Where were the tables in correlation to, like, the dance floor and the bar? So you walk in, like, the... All the dance, like, the bar is, like, straight ahead. The dance floor is to your left. So you're very much separated from, like, the dance floor and all that. So you're to the right? So if you're walking in the bar straight ahead, the dance floor is on the left. Are you on the right and kind of on the side of the bar? The bar's kind of, like, yeah. If you walk in, the bar's, like, straight ahead. You look to the left, there's a dance floor and everything. Then you look to the right, and there's, like, pool tables and all that. Okay. Uh, Further right, there's, like, a raised area with its own separate bar. And that's where the the poker tables are. Sounds really nice and pretty cool. Yeah, and a gigantic big screen TV, which the Astros game was going. So that was pretty fun. And I mean, it was, like I say, just I wanted to go into an environment where it was very chilled, kind of relaxed, have a couple of drinks, and just have a good time. And it really, really hit the spot. It's If you're trying to get into poker and you're not really playing a lot of cash games, and you want kind of a lively place to go and try, you know, do these tournaments, definitely the coolest place I think I've ever done, like, a free roll tournament at. So how much were you in for once everything was said and done? At Stampede? Yeah. Um, like, Did you have to buy, like, a drink or anything? Or was uh, it literally, was it an actual free roll? Or kind of what was that? Because you know how most of the time in text when you say a free roll, it's like 60 bucks. Oh, well, no. The, when I say in free roll, as far as a bar goes, it's always free. Okay, not uh, drinks to get chips or anything or add-ons? There were no, like, add-ons as far as getting drinks that I saw. I got several drinks. I didn't really see anybody looking to see if I had drinks to, like, play or to get extra chips. So it seemed like that was kind of away from it, which is kind of nice because I've played at those bars where you get chips for extra drinks. I used to like it because it was more deep stacked. But, I mean, you want to talk about playing with a bunch of drunks at that point when you <laughs> yeah. just drink and get more chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is definitely the most lively event like I've done at like a bar type deal. And it was super cool. It's definitely worth going and checking out if you're in the Houston area. Hmm, nice. Well, I guess that's about it for me. Do you have anything else to cover? Uh, No, that's pretty much it. We'll... Uh... See what happens the rest of this week and the next week, and then we'll be back with whatever's going on. Sounds good. I guess on that note, this concludes Tech Poker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time, and we'll see you next week.